0: to My Divine Life, a podcast exploring topics of spirituality and personal development, both from our own perspective and the perspective of others. We are your hosts. I am Tamarine Preston.
1: And I'm Trisha Carr. You can watch a webcast of this program on YouTube and follow us on Twitter and Periscope at MyDivineLife11. Yeah. And we're on our way. Yes,
0: we are. <laughs> well, so today... We are going to talk about the unconditional laws of the universe. Ooh, this is exciting! I, I've never—that's
1: nice. You always hear the laws of the universe. I like the unconditional laws of the universe.
0: I love that yep. too. Yep, because it feels kind of love-centered,
1: doesn't it? It does. And you know what? Because if you just consider something that everyone can grasp so easily,
0: like gravity, we oh, we get right. that it's unconditional. That is unconditional. Yeah, that's an unconditional law. It is. It definitely. Um, yeah. So what, what, what? Let's talk about that. Anywho. Then. Anyway. Uh, okay. So we we talked a little bit about this um, previously, and uh, something that's been true in my life just in the last couple weeks. Um, you know, there was an incident that happened um, in the United States where um, a small child was. He was killed mm-hmm. for absolutely no reason I mean, mm-hmm. it was not that you'd ever have a reason to kill a child but right yeah this was um it affected me just because of its absolute senselessness in nature and it just it uh affected me to the core mm-hmm. and um in just kind of thinking about that and just really feeling down um, this message kind of came to me, which was um. You know, there's no good or bad in the universe. The universe doesn't recognize evil or good. <laughs> and that to me was like, you have to be kidding. Right. You have to be joking. So um, that is something I'd really like to explore with you today because it's, I know it to be true. Right. I know it to be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, I'm having a really hard time understanding that. But I think that is because of my own human condition, and that's something that um, you're so good at analyzing and kind of taking apart for me to see. Um, the The one thing I just want to point out really quickly is that there are many universal laws, mm-hmm. and um, this is this is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and 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 in doing some research for this podcast, I came across an excellent article and if you guys want to check it out just to kind of become familiar with these unconditional laws of the universe, there are, there are more than are listed on this site, I'm certain, Mm -hmm. but these, um, are 111 unconditional laws of the universe. And so if you guys want to check these out, I would go to, uh, it's menis.com and I'll spell that for you. It's N A N. I C E dot com, and you can just do a search for the unconditional laws of the universe. And she just these are just so beautifully written and perfect. And I think this will help maybe kind of give our listeners and our viewers a better idea of what we're talking about. <laughs> because um, I think when you just take one of these laws and you try to dissect it or understand it, it's it's harder maybe. Than if you just look at them as a whole, mm-hmm. um, but you know, there are a lot of them, you know, judgment, obviously the thing that we're talking about today doesn't exist in the universe, um, no good or evil, which I mentioned earlier, um, the universe is pure bliss. hmm Everything is a virtual illusion. Which
1: actually makes a lot of sense if you say there's no judgment, there's no good or evil. Well, the only thing left is that the universe is pure bliss. Right. But you're like, wait, I didn't get the no good or evil part yet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I like the no bliss part, but I don't feel
0: it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So how can you lead us through this? Because <laughs> yeah. this is something that you have thought about a lot.
1: I, I have, and I do. And it, it is a hard concept to get. And even if you get it to any degree, you're never going to every single second always get it. And that is because you are physical, because you are a spiritual being. You are a soul having a physical experience. Okay. And that is always going to be the case until you're not. Okay. <laughs> when you're not anymore, I think you'll get it totally well. You know, <laughs> like, you'll super get it.
0: <laughs> you know, it's all going to come full circle at that point. <laughs>
1: yeah. But <laughs> on it. that point, that's. The, the probably a really easy way I think everyone can start to grasp it a little bit is by understanding, you know, by looking at the fact, okay, we are physical. Um, our physical bodies, our physical experience, um, we believe that it is wrong for us to die. It's bad. That's not a, that's not a happy thing. It's right. wrong for me to die. It's wrong. It's bad. It hurts. Which means I'm I'm experiencing something that's damaging. I'm experiencing something that's painful. All that's all in the realm of evil or bad, right? It's wrong for my husband to die, the person I love more than anything, more than anyone in the world. Um, It's wrong for someone's child to die. It's wrong for anyone to. I mean, anyway, the point is, so that's wrong, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. In this moment, we can say, "I don't want you to die." That would be wrong. Um, But what if we never died? What if I never died? What if you never died? What if my husband never died? <laughs> yeah. Guess what? We couldn't have new babies. <laughs> right. They even did a movie. What was that movie where they did that? Where I think people didn't die and therefore no one could have any. There weren't children being born. Oh, because, yes. because the ecosystem will balance itself out. This right. isn't possible. It's fantasy. It's sci-fi. Right. If we ever cured death, that would be the end of birth as well.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: So if you can feel that, then you can feel that, okay actually, I guess it isn't bad that I die from that perspective.
0: Right.
1: It's all about like the perspective. So then basically we're just taking my own little small perspective of right now in this moment, it's bad for me to die and being able to, um, zoom out and say, well, obviously I have to die because I do want there to be birth. Mm-hmm. And you know what? So if you can continue to zoom out and imagine that you are the universe or at least taking a universal, um, outlook at uh toward it, then you can now you're starting to get a little bit more about how there isn't any because from this large perspective, then there isn't anything that's bad because it's all working toward life. It's all working toward expansion. It's all working toward this experience Mm -hmm. from that perspective is bliss. Right. I know we're still just like on a razor's edge of beginning to understand it, but sometimes that's all you need to begin to understand it.
0: Exactly. That's exactly true. But what about from the perspective of, I mean, look at our history. Mm -hmm. You know, we've had some really evil things happen in our history, or Mm -hmm. at least things that, you know, normally we'd view as evil. Is that just because we're human and we were given this lens of good and evil, even though it doesn't necessarily exist? you know what I mean? It's just such a big question. <laughs> it is a big
1: question. It and is. I'm sure, I haven't seen that list yet. I just, uh, you just introduced, just I've seen bring other, it on,
0: you.
1: well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited to, um, explore it. I've seen other lists and I've been, um, examining other, uh, many of the other uh, laws of the universe. Uh, but there are uh, along the lines of some of the other laws of the universe, there's the law of cause and effect. There's the law of reciprocity. And so We get to have, we get to play inside and with all of those laws. So the law of cause and effect is obviously, so it's okay. It's not bad then in a universe where there is no bad. It's not bad for me to murder someone, but the law of cause and effect will, I will have an effect if I do that personal, um, societal, you know, that's, that is 100% going to happen. And that is a part of the universe. That's a universal law as well.
0: Oh. So okay.
1: that begins to neutralize things a little bit for you You're too. Right. Okay. Rather than thinking rather than trying to be so tied to good or bad, it's more that things are neutral when you zoom way way out.
0: I see. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying, I get it. Okay, so that's where you know, there's no judgment in the universe, but there is cause and effect. In that, that is definitely it's, one of the Yeah. There was Okay. Mm-hmm. I get it. That makes that makes a little more sense.
1: And I think the reason that you had that um, edification, that enlightenment that came when it did, it can be mer- because it was merciful to you. Um, it, if you are able to zoom out, um, then you find mercy in the fact that there is no... That was relief. It's relief. If there's no good or bad, then you can find a way to be able to release that and not feel the suffering of it.
0: Oh, right.
1: And again, yes. it's, it's, it's challenging, but... Um, that's okay because that's the, those are the colors of the physical experience. Right. Now here's another good example of, of being able to just observe it at least Okay, is in nature. And I'm sure we have tons of people who will be, um, you know, our listeners and watchers, um, who, uh, love animals. I mean, I'm, I obviously love animals. They are my life. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. That now look at nature, nature, when we see an animal, um, you know, a cheetah take down a gazelle again, what is he supposed to do? Is that bad for a cheetah to kill a gazelle? It's funny when I watch nature programs, like a beautiful, where there's like this beautiful chase of a cheetah. Cause they're so wonderful, like in slow motion right. running and running. And then it's going after this adorable gazelle. I'm rooting for both of them because I also know if he doesn't catch that gazelle, because the way their bodies work, they have, they expend so much energy and they only eat every so many days if he doesn't get it, there's a chance, there's a good chance, there's about fifty percent chance he'll die.
0: Oh, right.
1: Because right. they don't have right. enough energy to catch more prey. Right. Without the fuel. Right. So it's it is it, So me judging whether the cheetah should win or the gazelle should get away. You see. Right. We look at nature. There's no good or bad. Even like that's true. I think there no must be a right. Nature. I've always thought it might be a real conundrum for people who are um, vegan for ethical reasons and then have animals themselves because <laughs> most of the mammals that we keep as pets can't be vegetarian. <laughs> so I'm, I just, I've just i never wanted to, I mean, I've always wanted to ask yeah. a vegan that because, but then at the same time, and they're so tenderhearted about it, I don't want them to feel challenged about it. So I actually haven't gotten around to it yet because yeah. I don't want to offend, I don't mean it. You have it. to find the right. Right, because I don't mean any offense, of I'm just curious not. how that feels to them,
0: sure, yeah exactly,
1: so there's no judgment in nature, and nature is just really an example is just one of the examples of the universe, you know it, it so that's one way that we can start to again at least observe it and relate to it. We see animals do amazing like the spectrum of amazing things, like um you know a dog take on or like some animal that wouldn't would would, would nurse or mother an animal that would otherwise, or rescue, even in the right. wild. We see them rescue an, another species that might be otherwise prey. Even in the wild, it's different in captivity. But then we also see a mother cat, when she has a runt in the in the litter, try to suffocate it. Yes. But That's the right. reason she's doing that is because it makes, her instinct is telling her, if I have one that is weak, then the rest of us will be in danger because it, it attracts predators.
0: Right. So, And her little kitty friends aren't, Calling her on the phone and saying, you know, what the heck, Patrice? Yeah. <laughs> why why did you do that? Right. To yeah. Renty. Yeah, to Renty. That's or not, Renty. That's not that's not happening. And their- at the same time, if she lost
1: one of her kittens otherwise she would mourn. You right. know? She feels separation and she feels all the range and by the way, just as a side note, there's no judgment in nature. They have the same range of emotions that we do.
0: Yes. That's right.
1: So these this is it. I hope this is helping people to begin to observe it or begin to grasp it. Um, but I don't think that it's, there's anything wrong with never ever understanding it completely. And yeah. certainly in some moments not getting it at all because that's who we are. We're, we're well, physical beings. It's, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because of
0: the human condition, because mm-hmm. you know, in our minds it has to be wrong. It has to be evil, mm-hmm. you know, to kill
1: but we're more it's than just defense. Right. <laughs> exactly. Unless it's self-defense.
0: <laughs> there are carve outs. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs>
1: but the thing is to to point out is that we are in eternal spiritual beings right. having a finite physical experience.
0: Finite being the key word there. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because and, um it is believed that uh we're just here for a short time to either learn the lessons that we didn't learn. The last time we were here, or it's just know, experience. Yeah, just get a new experience. Mm-hmm. Exactly
1: right, mm-hmm. and that though, no, noting that we are we are this dichotomy mm-hmm. that actually answers a lot of questions too. Why we do have so many religions and so many um, people grasping for this can't be the end. When I lose someone that that I love, that that can't be it. We start imagining. Uh, that, I mean, that, that, there's a reason why our beings are grasping for that, and that's because, it, certainly from my perspective, and so that's the only thing I can speak of, it is 100% true, and that's why it's so painful. Because when we lose someone, we um, are actually facing a lie, and that is that they're gone. That's not the truth. They're gone. They're, they're not gone. Their bodies are gone. Their bodies have changed into something else. Um, their bodies are decomposing and becoming, you know, a, a slowing down. A, a, you know, a, a slowed down energy force that will again become a, a positive energy force. But they're not actually gone, and that's why it's hard. That's why we grieve because we because the universe doesn't believe in separation either. No. Is that one of our laws? That is okay.
0: That's one of them that we. That's are... a law. There's no separation. Equally connected, mm-hmm. all of us, Right. from the largest planet to the small speck of sand. I th- I love that one. It's funny that you bring that up because that was, I love that. Yeah, uh, you know we're all one. We're all connected. Um, what if I told you that one of the universal laws was, and I'm going to use a word that means something different to everybody. Okay, okay but in this in this sense, um, what if I told you that one of the universal laws was that karma does
1: not exist. Well, right. Cause karma, I know. No, yes. Karma has, I think that really karma <laughs> is, um, misused rampantly. I think I'm not just, a, I'm assuming I haven't spoken with this Nanice, Is that her name? Or the name of the website? That is, yes. Yeah. By the yeah. way, how wonderful that this is just like free on the web when she could have written a book and made money off of it. Maybe she's done that as well, but either way, I think it's so gorgeous and so generous.
0: Really
1: Don't you want to talk to her now? I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nanice, we love you. We love or, you. Uh, or maybe it's Naniche. It
0: <laughs> what if I totally butchered her name? And she's like beautiful. Yeah. I mean, she looks like a total light. Her name is, ah, Nanias Ellis. Oh. And she is cool. an author. And uh, won't she be surprised?
1: <laughs> <That> we-, <laughs> we need to tag her so she knows know. that we've just been, like, singing her praises. I know. This we whole should, pod- this podcast. This podcast is about. called Nannies. Nanice Ellis. So I don't know. I would love to ask Nannies what she means by that. But karma, in my experience, uh, a lot of times, and I think a lot of it has to do with the Beatles song, Instant Karma's Gonna Getcha.
0: I, asked- <laughs> people, yeah. I think that is what yeah. most people, Yeah. I, for mm-hmm. one, I mean, I, I understand that it means something different to everybody Mm -hmm, because mm – well, I'm not even going to get into that. I'll just say that I think for most people it means what goes around comes around. Comes around.
1: Exactly. Like retribution. They they use the word karmic retribution. That's something. That's a phrase. I would say karmic retribution doesn't mean – it doesn't exist. I think – I don't know if that's what she means or not. I can't make assumptions. But
0: Let's assume for this Mm -hmm. discussion that that's what she means. Karmic retribution. I think she must. If you do something bad, Mm -hmm. then don't worry about it because – something bad is going to happen to you. Right.
1: I think that karmic retribution or uh, what goes around comes around is closer to the law of cause and effect, which we just mentioned. But the law of cause and effect, again, that's not what goes around comes around still exactly. It just means uh, basically like Newton's law, every action there's an equal and opposite reaction. That's similar to what cause and effect is. Uh, You know, if you, I think that what happens like, in the case that I, in the example I brought up earlier, if I murdered someone, I, that's, that cause will affect suffering for me because I went against unification, which is Mm. another law. Yeah. You just nailed it. Yeah. I think you just totally nailed it. We actually, we experience suffering when we are believing lies. Right. So I believe that, um, you know, that the, my that when someone dies, that that's the end of them, they don't exist anymore. But the law of unification, if I don't know if that's what you call it, or the fact that we're all one, mm-hmm. that's a lie. And so that's why I suffer. Mm-hmm. Um, what? God, no. Oh, karma doesn't exist. So karmic retribution or what goes around comes around. Exactly. Should we talk about what karma really means? There's a bug. I mean, what karma means, and here's the thing. <laughs> karma is, is a Sanskrit word, right? It is, yeah. And it talks okay.
0: about, you know how they can stop coming back, you know, through the cycle. Sure.
1: So karma actually is the principle of, of exploring and seeking balance. So Mm -hmm. you make karmic contracts before you come to this planet, um, between lives or before, you know, before life, because you want to experience basically expansion from in one way or another.
0: Okay.
1: So I, again, I think a lot of people think that, well, I was a murderer in the last life, so now this time I'm going to be murdered. And it's like, it's the only, the only decision, because there's no judgment, it's just the soul, the, the being deciding to expand their, their, deciding to work on something new and understand new perspectives. Why do, we have, why do we do that? Because we understand things best by contrast. I understand black because I understand white. I understand light because I understand dark.
0: Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, okay, but then what about the river and all that is? That makes so much more sense mm-hmm, to me mm-hmm. when you put it in those terms. Because I just have a hard time believing, you know, that any. Okay, but if we if we think that um, that uh, karma retribution, karmic retribution doesn't mm-hmm. exist, doesn't it also go the other way too? Isn't the opposite true? So if you do something good. Something good isn't necessarily going to happen to you because right. you did something good. Right. But the law of cause and effect says if we do something good for somebody, then we feel good. We
1: feel good. We raise our vibration. We become more expanded. We become a, a more expanded being. We basically become more enlightened.
0: Right.
1: And therefore, we're attracting, by the law of attraction, good, we're attracting like vibrations or like vibrations will be showing up in our holograph because basically this is just a reflection of my inner vibration. So if I'm raising my vibration and I do that because I've done something good, then, and that makes me feel, uh, you know, that makes me better. I mean, your emotions are the barometer for expansion. It's, they're the clues to whether you're, um, reaching, you know, expansion or not, then, then I will, then they, they, we have two laws, and it's not exactly the law of cause and effect, but in a way it is because I'm just raising my vibration. Therefore, I'm attracting, by the law of attraction, another universal law, higher vibrational matches.
0: Okay, and so, and this is, I'll tell you why I love mm-hmm. all this. Because mm-hmm. um, so often we think, I'll do something good so that good things will happen to me. Mm-hmm. And that's where we end it. But it's that's not it. And if you yeah. understand exactly where it comes from, and you understand um vibrations Mm -hmm. and higher vibrations for slower vibrations Mm -hmm. then you begin to get a better picture of the universe that we live in and how all this affects us and it's not so much that we'll do something good so something good will happen to us it's do something good because that improves yourself which Mm -hmm. improves your energy Mm -hmm. which is visible to other people whether you know uh like physically visible or not, mm-hmm. they feel it, mm-hmm. and it just every every step you take, you know, every time you do good or think good thoughts, mm-hmm. because those don't leave. They
1: don't. All your thoughts exist <gasps> because thoughts are things.
0: Yes, oh, still, yeah. People that heard.
1: Well, and by the way, if I may, I mean, you, you, not that you were necessarily intending this, but when you said, "I'm going to do good things," so that good things will. Happen to me? I'm going to do a good thing, so someone will do something back. Just for example, let's say let's take that. Like you can actually do something that is on the surface positive, but your motivation could be not so high vibrational, not so positive. I mean, it's it's it's, and that's that. So then the law of cause and effect will kick in, and it's like you can we can feel these things. We know that when someone is doing something that is on the surface good, and we're like, well, I'm okay, well, I know that's a nice thing that she did, but I feel like shit about it. You know what I mean? Like right. we know that we feel it. We're, everyone is very sensitive to, um, you know, the, the actual energy of the situation. And we don't always know why, because we're like, I, oh, my mother-in-law gave me the, not mine, <laughs> my mother-in-law gave me this thing, but I, it feels manipulative, even though right. it's a nice thing. It, feels like I'm supposed to do something that I don't want to do in exchange for it. You see how that's not really doing something good that raises your vibration, that actually uh, returns a a visible result of attracting then higher vibrational. You you do things for the sake of doing good.
0: Right. That would be
1: higher vibrational.
0: Right. Which is just, Mm -hmm. it's just a good way to live. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're striving to be a better person, you know, to work on your personal development, um, all the time, you know, that is just, it's just a good way to live. And it doesn't mean bad things aren't going to happen to you because, um, you know, we need the balance in our lives, but certainly when you start to understand it from that perspective, Mm -hmm. it just, it feels better. It Mm -hmm. makes more sense. It makes you want to be a better person for just the sake of being a better person.
1: And, and that there's actual ways to do it. Like understand that we understand our, we actually do because our, our souls are, are perfectly wise. We actually do understand these laws. We're just remembering them when we go, we're just undoing conditioning that of, of like what society has given us. And that was all created by ego which is another topic, but ego or the personality, the, 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 the fear response in us that is trying to at all costs avoid death, you know, Mm -hmm. um, that's not the best way to live to uh, at all costs, avoid death. Then I would be a hermit. I'd stay in my room, you know, that's what my ego would have me do to an extreme. Uh, but you know, being able to fly into an airplane and go see someone that you love, you know, your ego's worried about that.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's just good for your soul, yeah. you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I do. I understand that. It, it it, does. It's starting to make more sense to me. I think I just need to live with it for a little bit. Forever.
1: And, and then you'll live with it the next life, and you'll live with it the next life.
0: <laughs> that's right. I, um, well, it is interesting because one of these other universal laws is um, <laughs> that uh, the universal the universe has nothing to learn or to teach
1: (laughs) as the, uh, right. As a whole, right. That makes sense because it is everything and it's infinite and it has infinite wisdom and it has infinite existence. And
0: right. That's exactly right. So when we draw on these messages that we get for, you know, like, you know, for example, for me, you know, and really just feeling some misery over that death, um, you know, I, it's, I think like you said, it's just me remembering, mm-hmm. you know, these things. Right. It's not there. You know, I, I, I don't mean more to the universe than, you know, anybody else does. Right. We're, we're all the most valuable and not.
1: Exactly. Well, can I mention, so I have a blog on my website, Trisha Car Medium or Trisha Carr Charm, both go to the same space on two butterflies because I'm an animal communicator, um, which we'll talk about some other episode but i i uh, communicate with animals telepathically and um these two butterflies that i met while i was out on a trail one butterfly was explaining that i felt we felt into one another's experience the butterfly and me and that i felt through the butterfly's experience that they don't have something like compassion as butterflies like their consciousness is a little purer. And I'm not saying like they're better again. There's no judgment. Uh, they're not better or anything. It's just that they have a pure consciousness, meaning they have less personality, less ego. They do have ego because they're physical, but they have a little less, which just means that they are kind of a little more neutral. And it was wild because I felt that from her. I felt that they're that they don't have compassion. They don't have the need for it because what I do is, is intrinsically a part of the all.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she felt into me and felt that I have compassion. And I can't remember how we got into the conversation. You have to read my blog, but, and then she felt because they do under, you know, we could feel into one another. Mm -hmm. I felt for a brief moment, what it would be like to not need compassion. And she felt for a brief moment, what compassion meant. And she actually had a little bit of a question. She was like, wait, am I supposed to care more for someone else than myself? Like she actually wondered that. And I was like, no, I think that's fine. Oh, that's all right. Anyway, <laughs> read my read the blog. I actually um, am pretty articulate in that, so it's called Two Butterflies on my blog at Trisha Carr Medium. Yeah.
0: Oh, thank you for mentioning <laughs> that because that yeah. is one of my favorite stories and um, the subject of a children's book.
1: Yes, that's, that's right. That we I have like coming out soon one. called A Tale of Two Butterflies that we
0: co wrote. Talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. That is uh, just one of the project one of the many projects, by the way, that we're working on in so excited to uh, move those forward, but uh, Ms. Trisha Carr, I do believe we've run out of time. For the We're day. out of time. I am sorry. This has been absolutely amazing, and thank you uh, for kind of giving me the space to talk about this because it. Uh, <laughs> I was, I've been very conflicted about it. I still am very conflicted about it, but I am um, happy to be able to hash this out with you. Yeah. So uh, I think that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Uh, Again, we are Tamarin Preston and Trisha Carr, and this is My Divine Life. We'll see you next time.